What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This life was all I ever wanted. I'm not leaving. Not yet. I was hoping you'd say that. Gotta hit the streets, make some money. People like us must destroy people like him. Buckle up. Get Showtime free at Showtime.com. My brother Jack. Oh my God, we back. Let's go. All the smoke. Just getting started, man. Just getting started. Welcome back to another special quarantine edition of All the Smoke. Yeah, for myself or my brother Stack Jack. What's up, my guy? All that good stuff. What's up, my brother? How's Atlanta treating you? Man, good, man. The weather's actually nice, man. Nice out here, man. What's up with you and the boys out there? Man, Tony, Tony lied because it's raining like a motherfucker out here. You talking about it never rains in Southern California. Ain't been doing nothing but raining. I've been having to keep these motherfuckers in the house, man. I had them boxing last night. I wish I recorded. That shit was hilarious. But anyway, oh, man, all man. is well, man. We got a special guest today, one of the best young talents uh, the league has seen in a long time. Um, the baby gorilla. Man, Man, a lot of our a lot of our fan a lot of our guests have already shouted him out, but let's uh, introduce Ja Morant, man. Appreciate you coming on the show, my guy. Appreciate Welcome y'all. Show, Appreciate bro. y'all. Good to have you, man. We spoke to shit. Lil Wayne shouted you out. D Wade shouted you out. Snoop shouted you out. Lou Will shouted you out. Gary Payton shouted you out. Like you're making a real impression on some of the greatest players of all time. How does that feel at such a young age? Man, it's it's kind of surreal, you know, uh, growing up watching those guys and obviously listening to uh, Wayne and now you hear him talking about your game and uh, how good you are. Um, it's definitely a dream come true. It's what I work for and continue to work. So how how is how is, uh, is lockdown quarantine life out there in Memphis for you and your family? How's everybody doing? Uh, we're doing good. We just got to, you know, continue to find different stuff to do, man. It's 
it's tough not being able to have access to a gym and stuff, but uh, we got to work with what we got. Uh, we're building a, a weight room in our garage, so um, we get a lot of work in there. So I see your pops had a court back in the day when they, well, I remember when they were showing you in the draft combine, your pops used to put you all through all kinds of workouts. You guys got a court at the house. Your dad still be working you out? Uh, we just got an estimate on the court this morning, so uh, okay. we, on the way. we're working on doing that. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now we just got to we gotta do it without a basketball goals. There you hey, go. Hey, your, your, your daddy can't wait to serve you, huh? That's why y'all get in the court. I don't think he's just to work you out. I think he'd be serving you too now. <laughs> nah, nah. He, <laughs> he ain't got it like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad, a lot of people don't know your dad used to hoop. He played in high school, Ray Island. Uh, we were talking off camera. He played against, he said he dunked on J uh, Jermaine O'Neal uh, in high school. Yeah. He pops that game. So when did you finally, uh, finally start beating your dad? Because I know he held that above your head for a minute. Uh, probably uh, late in my high school uh, career. Uh, before, like, if I get to scoring and get up, he used to just post me up every time. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, it was, right. It wasn't fair, but uh, then afterwards, it was me getting the ball first, and then I don't let him get it back. So. That was it. <laughs> you're, a new, you're a new father, man. Tell us how that is. Jack and I are both. Jack got about 18 kids. I got three that I play. <laughs> uh, how, how, how is it being a father, man? Oh, man, it's good. It's definitely a blessing. Um, being able to watch him you know, grow, get big, and continue to do new stuff. Um, that's one thing I'm loving about this quarantine right now, being able to be here with my fam. Uh, right. Traveling a lot during the season. So, you know, I just got to take advantage of this time and um, continue to just watch over my daughter and um, do whatever I can to help her out. That's what's up. We, uh, we, we've seen you. you you're, you're active on social media a lot. I saw the other day when you... Uh, you did the TikTok when you dressed in your full <laughs> uniform <laughs> and uh, and came through the starting lineup, man. I, I I think that's great, man. How how active are you, and how, how much do you enjoy uh, interacting with your fans on social media? Um, a lot. I mean, that's um, people who I play for. So um, I had a lot of message requests, like um, make a TikTok, blah blah blah. And, uh, during quarantine, man, it's it's not much you can do other than be on your phone and play video games. So um, sometimes I get on, play video games with fans or just do TikToks to get some laughs in. What's your video game game like? I, I saw you uh, tweeted something that you said you ain't shit in video games. Nah, I'm, I'm trash, man. I'm still learning. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me too. I'm trash, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> I be seeing people like post their little Twitch videos. Man, if I go live, it'll be embarrassing. <laughs> I, just, I just keep it in the house, man. Me too. Right, man. I'm, 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 I'm straight against the computer. Now I get to play against the computer, yeah. I'm nice. But as yeah. soon as I get online and start playing against everybody else, I don't even belong online. And my teammates be <laughs> right. hitting me up on Call of Duty and stuff, man. It's, it don't look too good. Yeah. yeah, it's better than I used to play video games all the time. Then I stopped. Now I got the twins at 11, year old, 11 years old kicking my ass and like doing little dances in front of me when they beat me. Like, if you don't get your little motherfucking ass away from me. Yeah. <laughs> they only whooping my ass and madden and everything. But it, it's a blast. Like you said, I mean, we got to be creative during this time. And um, yeah. one thing that Jack and I both, you know, are joined to is, is the family time and being able to hang out with our kids and being able to interact with other people, man. I think it, it's yeah. been fun for a lot of us if you try to find a silver lining in this situation. Yeah. So you recently just had uh, your own day 
in South Carolina. Talk to us about that, man. That's a tremendous honor. First and foremost, congratulations. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, Congrats. Definitely, you know, uh, something special. Uh, having my own day back home. Um, got the key to the city. Um, nice. I woke up, woke up that morning and everybody was in here uh, getting ready for breakfast. And I was like, happy John Morant Day. And everybody looked back like, what are you talking about? And they remember the date. So. <laughs> Um, it's just something to, you know, brag about still in competition with my dad a little bit. So he like yeah, it, but don't like it. So it's that's, 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 that's definitely something to brag about. But let me give you some OG game. Let me give you some OG game. I got four kiddies. I mean, I got I got four uh, keys to four cities and four states. And let me say that. Them motherfuckers don't open shit. Right? <laughs> Them motherfuckers don't open nothing. All right, it's, it's good to have yeah. it, man. Yeah. Hey, you can, you, you can yeah, brag on them. You can brag hey. on it, bro. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But they don't open a damn thing. They don't open that. Right? <laughs> he said, I got four keys and them bitches don't work at not one door. And four cities and four different states, and they don't open nada. Yeah, that's funny as shit. Tell me what it's like. I, I, was, I was talking to your dad last night. It's crazy. I, I met your dad at All Star. And he, uh, we started talking. He told me he was your father. I'm like, hold on, man. You look like you my age. How the fuck you got a son in the NBA already? <laughs> so I kind of looked at him crazy. But we kind of been in contact since then, texting here and there. And we were talking about pretty much after uh, seven years in, in L.A., I got traded to Memphis. And it was a culture shock from a standpoint of basically being from California and playing a lot of my career in California. When I got to Memphis, people were polite and said hello and asked me how I was. And it was just such a shock to me because that's that Southern hospitality that I had never seen. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. coming from a place where motherfuckers just stare you down and give you dirty looks or don't say nothing. So to walk <laughs> every single day, no matter what grocery store, picking up a pizza, wherever I'm going, people yeah. are polite and, and the Grizzlies are life out there. Talk to me about what that community has been for you because I know that's, that's one of the best fan bases in the game. That The fans are very passionate. They're very down-to-earth and cool. How has that been for you, uh, being this is your first introduction to the NBA? Um, it, it's been great. Um, like you said, um, everybody greeting you, um, no matter where you're at. Um, it's something, you know, uh, I'm kind of getting used to. My, my parents used to always make me, you know, uh, introduce myself to people um, when we go places. But uh, back home in South Carolina, uh, <laughs> we kind of had that people who, who used to hate on you and give you that look. So you always had to watch True. your surroundings. So, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, being here, you know, it's, it's kind of similar. Um, I feel like that's why we're so comfortable, but uh, everybody here makes you even more comfortable with how they greet you and uh, try to bring you in. That's fair. Yeah, hey, that's touch on this right quick. How is important, how important it is for you and, uh, and, uh, and how it helped you, you know, to stay focused on basketball by having both parents? Um, man, it, it was, it's big time. Um, even though sometimes, you know, me and my dad used to work out or whatever and, you know, kind of get into it. Um, having my mom there, you know, my dad throughout, um, my career, haven't said nothing positive about my game to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I always tell people like, um, like negative energy, it motivates me because my dad was my first hater. So yeah, <laughs> what, what anybody else say doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt having my mom there, you know, being able to, to pick me up, um, both being able to, you know, take care of the household and allow me to focus on what I need to do. Um, 
which was school and basketball at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And also, you know, look after my sister. So um, yeah. it's definitely a blessing to have both, both parents in your life. I know uh, some people wish uh, they could. Um, but what I love about my parents so much is that they even took in kids who not their kids. So mm-hmm. uh, right now we got three people in the house right now who not my parents' kids. And, mm-hmm. So that's uh, it's just big time and just shows their character. Yep. And God, to, to, God blessed you to bless them. Absolutely, yeah. man. To your uh, to your pops' credit, I know you 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 think it's hate, but being a father that coaches his kids is it, it, it's 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 a weird way of love. It's love. Yeah, it's yeah. motivation. It's driving you. But like you said, it still lights a fire under your ass, and that's what's been keeping you motivated up to this point. I want to yeah. talk a little bit about that because Jack and I kind of are in similar situations. Jack is in a situation where he says he can't coach his kids because the kids just want him to be like the homie. Right, Jack? I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, nah, you're right. You're exactly right. Yeah, and then I coach my twins, uh, you know, and I'm hard on them, and, 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 but try to find that silver lining. Tell me what that was like. You touched on it a little bit, but tell me what it was like growing up with your dad on you. You felt like he was overbearing? Was he, what, what was it like, and, and, and did that affect your relationship at all in, in a negative way? Nah, um, I mean, you know, at first, at a younger age, it, it was kind of tough um, just hearing negative stuff like, nah, you ain't good yet, blah, blah, blah. It kind of, you know, make you think about your game sometimes at a young age. But as I got older, I, I started realizing, like, what he was actually doing. He was just preparing mm-hmm. me for all the right. hecklers and all. So um, I thank him for that. And he always used to tell me um, one thing he hated doing was coaching me. So... Uh, whether it was AAU, uh, middle school, he was never the head coach. He always been the assistant. I mean, he used to get mad sometimes. <laughs> he used to tell me to go kill, but he know my game is his pass first. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Unique. You touched on uh, AAU, and I want to talk a little bit about that because you got a chance to play with. Uh, you know, the, the, to me, the two top players in, in last year's draft were you and Zion, and you guys played AAU together. Tell, tell us what that was like. Oh, uh, man, it was it was crazy. Um, definitely wasn't a lot of losing. Um, I mean, I think our first little tryout for the AAU team, Zion was actually about to play his age group, but uh, we was on the other end, and one of my big men from my high school team was dunking it. Him and Zion started having a dunk off, and next, next thing you know, Zion was on our team. <laughs> so Zion, Zion, is, Zion is younger than you? Yeah, he's younger than me. Okay. So um, well, I, then after that, it's just going out there and hoop. Um, me and Zion actually wasn't the stars on the team. We had a guard who's at Ole Miss right now, uh, Devontae Shuler, who was probably averaging close to 30 in AAU. And then it was just one tournament where Shula missed, and me and Zion both probably averaged 30 that tournament. So. Mm, and that was, the be- that was the beginning of the end for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's talk uh, present-day NBA. After not, you know, not being highly recruited, not really even being a blip on the radar, going to a minor school, and then come tournament time, you start taking the world by storm. Tell me what that was like before you even got to the draft, because like I said, you kind of not necessarily came out of nowhere, because obviously some people knew about you, but I'm talking about the world really started finding out about you um, heading in to the tournament, and, and the rest is history. Um... Man, I, I got to start by saying, like, the beginning of my sophomore season, I told my dad that uh, the world about to see the real job. And that was my goal, you know, just go out and prove myself. Um, having a great year, you know, winning the, our conference tournament and being able to make it to the tournament. I was just locked in on who my matchup was. Um, we ended up getting Marquette, and uh, me and my teammates, you know, and coaches prepared for it. And... At that time, it's, it's a big stage, and um, I love the bright lights. Draft night, lottery pick. You're up there. You're shaking Adam Silver's hand. Is that something you always dreamed about, something you didn't know was possible? 
Uh, walk us through that. Um, that's definitely something uh, I dreamed about. It was my, my number one goal. Um, obviously, being, you know, under-recruited, um, it kind of make you doubt yourself sometimes. So, uh, I mean, the, the journey wasn't easy at all. Um, it's a lot I went through that people don't know. Um, but the people who was with me during that time, um, I just continued to work. You know, didn't allow myself to quit. And then eventually, you know, everything paid off. Uh, coming to the draft, I think it was earlier that morning, I seen Adam Silver, and he went to give me a handshake. And I gave him a pound. I told him I need my handshake um, at the draft. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> hey, sometimes, sometimes being underrated and being overlooked help because, you know, yeah. I, I went through kind of the same thing. Like, it, it push you more, and, and, you, and you have a chip on the shoulder, especially as long as in your exactly. heart and your mind. You, long as your heart and your mind, you know you belong, you know what I'm saying? And and having other people yeah. saying that you don't, people overlooking, you looking like, man, I'm nicer than this fool. What, him? Okay, I'm going to show yeah. you. We, <laughs> motherfuckers like us need that, job. Ja. We need that. You know what I'm saying? Because we exactly. different. We, 100%. We come, from, we, come, we come from a different cloth. Everybody can't take that, but we need that. And that's one reason why I rock with you. I call I call you a baby gorilla because I, I love the way you play. I love I love when you walk on the court. You kind of like Russ. I don't care who it is, what's your name, where you from. I'm coming kill you, point yeah. blank. 100%. Uh, man, it, it breeds dogs, you know, um, being overlooked. Uh, now, I mean, me being able to, you know, make it to the league, um, going through all that, you know, you have some guys who's going through it right now that's younger than me. So, you know, being able to tell my story to, you know, motivate them, get them confidence is, is just, it just makes me happy. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, uh, my dad used to tell me those stars, those rankings, none of that matter. Um, I didn't play in mm -hmm. none of those McDonald's or none of that. And, and mm -hmm. look, so we still got yes, a lot sir. more work to do, though. Yeah, I love that. So current day, man, what is it? What has your rookie year been like? I mean, obviously with this situation, obviously this pandemic, it was cut short. But you, you've been nothing short of spectacular, to say the least. Uh, you've taken the league by storm. You're, you play like a dog. You're out there dunking on centers. You're out there getting your teammates involved. You're out there knocking down big shots. You're everything. Once we found out about you, you've been everything and more, you know, as a spectator and a fan. What has it been like? What has what your personal journey been like up to this point? Um, it's been smooth, you know, definitely not easy, you know, transitioning from uh, 30 games to 82. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, you, you got to count in traveling all the time. Um, it's been tough. I feel like a, a lot of fans don't see actually what NBA players go Grind. through. Right. Yeah, they don't see all that. So all they see is when you on the court. So um, whether it's you working on your off day, practice, whatever, um, you know, you just got to continue to just take care of your body. Um, I always tell myself that my body makes my money. Um, I can't go out there with a bad body and be able to play. So uh, that's one thing, you know, I keep in mind. Um, other than that, it's just going out there and hooping. You said uh, early on in March, uh, you know, uh, obviously Zion missed the first chunk of the season. He's He came on strong, uh, played well. You said early in March, you know, obviously everyone pretty much, I mean, you had earned it, but everyone was saying you were the rookie of the year. Uh, Zion came on strong once he started playing. But I, I like the approach you took. You could really care less about the rookie of the year. Your whole tell, – tell the fans what your goal was 
uh, coming into this season? It wasn't to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, my goal was just to be better at the end of the season than I was at the beginning of the season. Um, coming in and making an immediate impact on my team and um, trying to win ball games. Um, I feel like you can have as much stats as you want, but if you lose, all that kind of goes out the window. So, right, um, facts. I'd rather do do the little things to help my team win than go out and you know stat chase. Yeah. Hey, you know, hey, you know what? Yeah, nothing that separates you. You know, there's a lot of stars, and there's a lot of guys that 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 can be a star. But can't too many guys actually make everybody on their team better and lead the organization. I see, I see that in you because because you're willing to take on all roles, being a leader, being a leader on the court as far as getting your teammates first, taking over in crunch times when it's time to take over, being that face of the team. All that organizations need that. Spurs needed a Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers needed a Kobe Bryant. Yeah. All of all of them needed a face so they could start building an identity. Identity, and that's I, I see that's what Memphis is doing with you. Yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely, uh, once again, uh, another blessing um, being able to come here and um, they just, you know, speak highly of me and, and trust me to be that guy. Um, I just try to go out and, you know, make everybody better, like you said. Um, mm -hmm. I just look to get my teammates involved and eventually everything, you know, kind of open up for me. Um, mm -hmm. Or if it's me attacking early and then it open up for my teammates, so. Um, it's basically just reading the defense. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> You're one of the rare superstars that, you know, kind of to piggyback off what Jack said was that it, it, it's whatever the team needs. So whether it be mm -hmm. getting everybody going one night, whether it be taking over one night, to me, similar to, you know, obviously different playing styles, but mentality of a Magic Johnson, of a LeBron James, that you can really mm -hmm. control and dictate the whole pace of the game, the whole outcome of the game. Who did you look up to growing up? Uh, were that some, some players like that? Or tell us where you learned just that mentality of, of team first over numbers. Um, man, it's a, a lot of guys, actually. Um, I probably study every top guard that played the game. Um, some to just mm -hmm. throw out there. Uh, I watch a lot of Nash. I watch a lot of Kid. Mm -hmm. Um I study Penny, AI, mm. you know, for that killer mentality. Um, yeah. Growing up, AAU days, I was watching Kobe and Braun. Um, then um, watching Rondo with that Celtics team, how he was facilitating the offense, you know, and getting mm. guys um, open looks. Um, that's what kind of, you know, made me fall in love with passing the ball, um, just to be able to affect the game in so many ways. Um, I feel like it makes you more dangerous. You said a lot of high IQ players, a lot of high IQ players. Yeah, and now it's just, you know, we have different guys in this league now um, who can do different things. Uh, obviously, Russ, uh, with everything he brings to the table. Um, Curry, with how he affects the game, even if he doesn't have the ball. Um, you got Dame, you got um, now Trey Young, Luka, mm -hmm. those guys. Um, it's a lot of talented guys who played this game and who's playing now, and um, I know a lot of people say you can't be friendly. I don't think it's friendly. It's just me, you know, trying to get better at my game. Respecting, mm -hmm. yeah. No, res respecting yeah, the respect. path. I like yeah. that. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Russell Westbrook. A lot of people compare your game to his in, in a certain aspects. What has it been like playing against him? And then have you ever got a chance to talk to him and got any advice in him about just this, this game of life and hoop? 
Um, it's, it's definitely been crazy, you know. Um, just watching him coming up, um, everything he was doing when it was triple double, averaging triple double three straight years. Um, he's definitely a tough guy. He he doesn't care about who's on the floor, who's on the other side of the ball. He's um, he's gonna be on go. So um, that's definitely Always. a mentality I got. Um, I think our first game, Houston came to us. Um, I think we ended up losing late in the fourth quarter, and I, I talked to him after the game, and um, he was just telling me, you know, keep going, keep being like the killer that I am, and um, just keep pushing and leading the team. So um, this definitely was one of those moments you'll be like, wow, you know, watching um, a guy, you know, grew up watching, and now you're actually playing against him. So. Who has been... I hear, I hear the baby girl crying. Somebody about to feed her. She yeah. said, oh, man. <laughs> now nah, she over here trying to talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who up to this point, obviously you mentioned a lot of great players. Who was the one player when you finally play them like, damn, I'm playing so-and-so? What was, who, who was that player for you? Oh, man. Um, I probably have to say Kyrie because it was mm. at the beginning of the season, you know, watching him and what he did his career. I think it was like our third game of the season. Um, yeah. Y'all won that get, game, didn't y'all? Yeah, we won at the buzzer, but it's like yeah. you, you get straight to it. Um, and just watching him, how he was – he was. Well, I think he's one of the tough players to guard in this league. Um, Absolutely. He, he got the ball on the string. He can knock down the shot. And um, I feel like he's a great finisher. And he he's not even over the rim, so mm-hmm. um, that's it's just a tough all around player, and um, probably one of the one of those guys. It was like wow, like I'm playing against Kyrie. <laughs> Where did the uh, the uh, the goggles thing come from? When you drop a dime, and now you got you you do the shit over your eyes. You got the whole team doing it. Where did that come from? Um, I mean, I used to do it at Murray my sophomore year, um, just not as much now. So uh, once I kind of brought it um, and with the Grizzlies, it was like uh, the fans started loving it. Uh, My media people kept asking me about it. So uh, it kind of blew up. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You recently, you guys had uh, one of my former teammates. Obviously, the end of the the, the Golden State dynasty uh, happened. Uh, You guys picked up. Iguodala, and Jack and I know the business of basketball is a, uh, is a cold game. He came yeah. there, didn't play. Obviously, as young players, thinking like, I'm sure you guys had a certain mindset and thinking like, why is this guy not playing? He had a certain reason why he wasn't. Tell us what that was like, uh, because at, at one point, you know, Dylan Brooks broke the silence and, and said what he said and, and completely understand it, you know, from, from a competitive player standpoint. Uh, and you actually... Uh, you and Steph Curry low-key went back and forth on social media about something not too crazy, but what was that experience like for your team knowing his accolades and what he did in the past and then he came to Memphis but didn't play? Um, man, I'm going to be 100 with you. Um, coming in when, when they said he was going to be on our roster, you know, I was very excited. Um, having an event like that in the locker room with us, a guy who won in games. Um, me coming in my first year, I was looking forward to, you know, learning some stuff from him and didn't hear and like he was saying he wasn't going to play with us or whatever happened. You know, like you said, it's a business. All different type of stuff go around. Uh, I was just like, like, wow, basically somebody said, like he said, we wasn't good enough. So in my head, it's like, all right, at that moment, you know, it is what it is. We gonna... Bro, we don't want you anyway, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Straight up. Like we, they're like, we're going to, you know, play with what we got. Um, I think it came out, Dylan said something, and then it was like, at that moment, it, it was out there now. So, um, you know, everybody started chiming in. Um, Curry, um it's just a lot of stuff, you know, was going on. Um, like I said before, I still got respect for those guys. Still a fan of them, but you know, it is what it is. You riding, you riding with your teammates. You, hey, let me tell you what's what you did, bro. You did what you were supposed to do, point blank. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what team I'm on. I don't care who said the president said. You say something about me or anybody of my teammates, I'm gonna yeah. say something, and you don't have to deal with nothing. Now, when I'm on another team and you say something about them, that, that's it's all good. But while I'm yeah. on this team, you gonna yeah. you gonna show some respect, bro. Yeah, you did right, bro. I yeah, salute. that's that's what I just feel like, man. We we not taking no disrespect. Um, you know where I'm from is um, <laughs> is one all. You know. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we ride for hours, so yeah, um, yeah. At that moment, that's what it was. Yes, sir. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. Can you pinpoint possibly one defining moment up to this point in your career, whether it be a good game, a, a dunk on somebody, uh, beating a team? Has there been one moment that's really stood out to you uh, thus far in your rookie season? 
He got some missed dunks in his career, Matt, that I wish I would even just got a chance to try. Yeah. Hey, I ain't get a chance um, to try nothing like that in my career. I just I want one of his missed dunks. I just want one uh, of the missed ones. The one he uh, don't almost shit on Kevin Love? That was who? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was yeah. crazy. I, I, I got Go a couple. Um, Let's hear that it. That Kevin Love joint was, was definitely one. Mm. Um, you might have put him. That's if you would have made that, you might have ended his career, bro. Not to cut you off, but word, if you would have made that word. shit, that might have been the end of Kevin Love. Yeah, that that was definitely one. You know, I wish I could get back. Um, I think my teammates can tell y'all. I think it was like a timeout, um, like the next play. And I was in the in the, the huddle, punching my hand, like bro, like it was <laughs> yeah, right that there. Been some shit. <laughs> that shit was uh, still on top plays, and you missed it. That's how bad yeah. that motherfucking duck was. Um, another probably would be, you know, the Kyrie game. Um, you know, that battle between me and Kyrie and being able to win that game. Uh, another would probably be the, the game winner versus Charlotte. Um, yeah. I feel like that was a big time one right there. Yeah, your first one. Yeah. Hey, that, hey, that Kyrie game was special because I because I seen both of y'all. Kyrie put a move on one of y'all big men with the hesitation. Off the street. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then, hey. then you can't. Y'all was going at it. That, that, was, that was good basketball, man. I can't wait to see you. I want to see y'all go at it for years to come, man. That's going to be a long interesting. time. I still, look, I still look back at that game right there. It's, you know, <laughs> you got so much to learn with that game right there, especially if you're a guard. Um, mm -hmm. That battle right there was uh, definitely one to watch. Mm -hmm. Do you feel the pressure of being a franchise player? Do you, do you ever think about, like, how much weight is on your shoulders? Like, the city expects you to take them to the promised land. Being a young player, having an amazing rookie season, you're going to win rookie of the year. Do you ever let that creep in your mind, or is that part of what your dad was preparing you for back in the day? Um, I feel like my dad actually, you know, prepared me for that moment. Um, he, my mom used to tell me um, I'm beneath no one. My dad used to tell me I'm trained to go, basically. This is, is what I'm here for. It's what I work for. It's what I want. So, um, you know, going in, um, I don't think about it too much. I can continue to, you know, try to be me, um, do what I do out there, and eventually, you know, everything will just work out. So, Is there one player, past or present, that you would – actually, let's go past, because you've talked about present. Someone who uh, – a, a former star or a former player that you wish you would have got a chance to play against. Oh, man. Uh, I got two. I got Kobe and Jordan, man. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the two, Only right. The two legends. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I need that talk, battle right there. Talk, talk, talk to us about it, though, because you're a lot smaller than them. So, to, so talk to us what, what goes through your mind when you think about matching up with those two. Um, man, that, like you said, they put on their shoes the same way I do. So mm -hmm. Goddamn, right. um, I'm going into that matchup, you know, um, liking myself. Um, <laughs> As you should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I go in there saying, all right, they got Anything me, I done lost all over. That, that don't already. come out of our mouth. That don't come out of our mouth no to this way. day. Never. So I'm going in that matchup, you know, ready to take on that challenge. And uh, it's definitely one, you know, um, I wish I could I could have. That's mm -hmm. what's up. So getting down to the end, what are uh, – who are some of the artists you're listening to right now? I listen to... Yeah, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he definitely number one. Um, I listen to uh, some young boy. You know, you got Drake. Yeah. Uh, my dad still played the old school Jay-Z. Um, 
Yeah, that, hold on, hold, hold on one second. Isn't it crazy to hear Jay-Z called old school? I love it. That shit is crazy yeah. to me, though. Because <laughs> he, he, he be playing some songs I think was out before I was born, man. So that's he be crazy. looking at me. He yeah, getting his little crazy. song and we think he doing something, man. Yeah, I mean, me, 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 and your, me and your dad around the same age, so that same yeah. stuff he listening to, I be jamming it to around yeah. the house. Yeah, but, I, you know, funny. I still listen to some of the throwbacks. You know, you got the Wayne, the Jeezy, T.I. Yeah. You know, you still oh. got those guys out there. Mm -hmm. um, Straight up. And it's, 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 a lot of, it's a lot of tough guys, you know. Um, just throw it on shuffle, man. <laughs> hey, what, 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 what rapper you want to see names drop you? In the song. Because uh, you know if, once if you, you say it on here, once you say it on here, it's going to happen. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's go. It's good as go. So. <laughs> yeah, I need that. I need that little baby of Drake. Oh, you going to get it. You going to get it. They you going to get it. They going to hear it from this show, so that shit is coming. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah, it's I, coming. I need that one for sure. Do you have one song that would kind of be like your theme song to either your journey, your life, your mindset? Like, what is your your one song that that represents you? You feel like to the fullest? Uh, Dreams to Reality by Lil Baby. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I yes, actually sir. put my my fam who went to the uh, drive with me. I actually put them on that song. And I was playing it. Now they know every word of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, That's I want I, I give you a song. So we just I want had... you to look up and listen to while Go you're ahead. working out. It's, it's, called, it's called Tears Came From Making This Dream by Street Military. Tears Came From look Making This Dream. Look that song up and check it out. Street Military. Tears Came From Making and This Dream. Yeah. Tears Came From Making This Dream by Street Military. Search that room. Just so yeah, I can have I want, it in the I history. want you to check that out. We, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We recently had, uh, like I said, early on, we gave you a sh uh, numerous people gave you shouts out as their favorite player and one of the, the, you know, the most exciting players to watch. What did you think just the other day when we had Wayne on and, and, and he, you were the first name he brought up? What did you think about that? And a legend. Um, definitely, you know, one of the guys who got a, a lot of respect in this rap game. Uh, Mm -hmm. A guy, you know, I still listen to. So um, being able to hear one of the, you know, the greats uh, mention my name um, is definitely big time. Um, I think I said it to everybody in my he family. Too. He, we, <laughs> as soon as we asked him the question, the first name he said was your name. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely, uh, you know, sent that out to the fam. I'm like, yeah, this, this right here, big time right there. But uh, yeah, yeah. much love. That's what's up. All right, we got some uh, quick hitters. Uh, we appreciate your time. Hopefully we can get you in studio. We didn't want to dig too deep on stuff. We want to get you in studio and really catch a vibe. So we kind of just wanted to cover the surface on some of this stuff. But we got some quick hitters to uh, to end this. Jack, go ahead and hit it with the quick hitters. Who do you think should be a guest on our show? Quick hitters. Quick. Uh, let, me, let me see. Uh, I said Trey Young. Mm, we work on him as we speak. Uh, yeah, we go, we go, we gonna get Trey Young. Okay, most underrated Trae player. Young, we coming for you. The most underrated player in the league right now, to you, Drew Holiday. Mm, oh man, well, I, I think everybody. So we ask that question. Everybody say that name. Yeah, everybody he, say that name. He one of them guys, man. <laughs> yeah, he don't, he don't, he don't get the respect he deserves. But nah, guys like know. us who know the game, we know he a dog. Yeah, Straight for sure. Up. Straight up. All right. During quarantine, we all we all at home right now. What you currently binge watching? 
Uh, money Heist. Oh, money heist. I'm how, on that how shit. How is that? I passed yeah, by it a couple times. How is that? It's smooth. I just I just got into it. Um, what, I was doing uh, what the same thing. I'm on like three. Um, I started okay, yesterday. Yeah. So dope. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a, it's good right now. Yeah. It, it gets I'm on straight episode to it. six. Yeah, it's starting to go too. I'm on episode six yeah. right now. I just started a couple of days ago. That shit goes. Yeah. Yep. I gotta get on that. I gotta get on that. You at home, quarantine again, watch your binge. You say you're binging. What you snacking on while you're binging? Uh I don't really snack too much. Um my dad normally cooks almost every three hours, so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we kinda eat good over here. Yeah, you got you got to eat good, especially when you can't run and work out like you like yeah. you really want to. So you gotta yeah, you gotta be careful with that. All right, favorite retro jersey. Uh, the Van Cool. Oh, that Van Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was Mike Bibby yeah. in there, yeah. right? Hey, hey. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now I have one. I, I played preseason with him that year with Mike Bibby and them. I played the oh, whole preseason. Yeah, I should have made the team. I, I would think I was the third, second, or third in scoring during preseason. And I had the number one jacks. I still had that jersey. Boy, that is definitely one of yeah, the best jerseys, bro. Yeah, that's cold. What was, Nobody I ain't, ain't got that one, man. They said Vancouver's dope. I ain't never been to Vancouver. I heard they got hoes out there. Yeah, and, and, and we legal, too. But we're going to talk about that next time. Straight up. <laughs> hey, one thing before we get out of here, man, I want to touch on. I think it's amazing, an amazing dynamic. So, mistake if I'm wrong, your mom and dad, you guys are all under one house. So, you guys live together during the season, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all stay together. It's um, talk to us uh, about that. Side of house. Um, talk to us about you that. Know, it's they they've been here, you know, through it all. Um, it was you know only right that I, I brought them with me. Um, one of the big reasons was coming into this league. Not saying you know I can't handle myself and stuff, but um, being right now, you know, getting used to everything, still getting comfortable. Um, it is allowing me to just focus. Um, you know, and they can. Um, do stuff around the house and, you know, just let me uh, do what I do, so. Um, do they do they have to do chores for you now that you're the boss of the house? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, my, my pops got to do everything. I make him cut the grass, wash the cars. Yeah. Yeah. We got to do all that. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, I kinda, I'm, hey, I kind of wish I would have did that. That's, that's I, the I way that's I'd be on the couch. I'd be like, yo, bring me that remote. <laughs> I, I, I kind of wish I would have did that. I came, I came in in 2021. I kind of wish I would have brought my mom. You know what I mean? I think that would have helped me focus my early years and helped me get a lot of stuff straight, too. It would have been easy on me, too, if I would have brought my mom. So that's real yeah. smart, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, we just want to thank you for your time. We're huge fans. Continued success. Continue on that grind, man. Don't lose that chip. Don't Never lose that dog, man. And just... Fuck the NBA up, straight up, man. You got a lot of support, man. Keep doing, continue to improve, and and good luck the rest of the way, man. Appreciate you coming on, little bro. Appreciate Appreciate you, little bro. Hey, that's a wrap. Special episode, quarantine edition, with the soon-to-be rookie of the year, Job Morant. We want to thank him. Jack, great show, my guy. Good job, my brother. You can find this streaming on Showtime Basketball YouTube and all platforms streaming podcasts. All of them. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare a rested child is a happy child sleep tight stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. This life was all I ever wanted. I'm not leaving. Not yet. I was hoping you'd say that. We gotta hit the streets, make some money. People like us must destroy people like him. Buckle up. Get Showtime free at Showtime.com.